0: All right. Recording started. Michael, Justin.
1: Hello. Hey. Happy Monday.
0: These are my friends, Michael Starling, Justin Dyke. He just goes by Justin on the screen. But um, yeah, Justin, nice of you to join us. Justin normally does the podcast with me. And um, yeah, we've had Michael on a few times. They're Hit or miss, but um, today it's going to be a definite hit. Right, Michael?
1: <laughs> I hope so. The pressure's it's on. Good. Now it's video.
0: Yeah, now Wait, we have video.
1: It is? It's live?
0: Yeah, this is, this is live. Well, it's not going to be live, but it is no. a live recording. I'm not going to edit it, so oh, okay. don't say anything too bad. Um, so, yeah, I guess first thing we need to mention is our buddies at Village Orthodontics. Michael, have you ever had braces before?
1: I actually never did.
0: Never did. I never yeah. did either. And then I did like a year and a half ago. And over the last year, I've got my teeth straight, feeling good. My bite's nice. nice. I just Invisalign. Yeah, wear them at night, and then you know whenever you're not eating during the day. But if you do, or your kids do need braces, Village Orthodontics is the place to go. Right, Justin? Yeah, you'll do anything to promote them, even getting yes. braces at age, what, 40? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is above me. Yes, yeah. Nothing is below me. Um, all right. Well, Michael, what do you want to talk about today?
1: So I think I was on a couple months ago. Uh, we talked about this new uh, visioning process the city has started called Edge City 2.0. Uh, we're coming down to the to the home stretch. Uh, we we're going to have a public meeting October 20th to sort of unveil the work we've been doing sort of behind the scenes. And so I want to let everybody know about that, give them a little bit of a heads up on what this is a, is about um, and invite them uh, to that meeting. Uh, okay. Well, let's gonna...
0: pretend that they didn't listen to yeah. the last episode. They probably they didn't. didn't. No. Give us a quick. My mom doesn't listen. <laughs> give us a, a quick synopsis of what Edge City 2.0 is. Sure. So uh,
1: sort of coming out of COVID, there's there's a couple of of things that have been sort of accelerated that that we think we need to get in front of. Uh, One is sort of the work from home, our office market. There's a lot of pressure uh, now that that more and more people are working from home. And the second is retail. You know, retail has changed. Uh, We can't expect our suburban retail centers to continue to thrive uh, in the future. And so we think it's important for us to create a, a citizen driven and market feasible long term economic vision for Perimeter Center. So that's what we've been doing for the past eight or nine months. We've had a group of uh, consultants as well as um, staff here at the city, a group of stakeholders, citizen stakeholders working on this big, big picture concept. Hopefully. Um, At the end of this, we'll have a vision that the residents can get behind and the market will support.
0: Awesome. That's weird. I didn't get a call to be part of that, but we can can move on.
1: You weren't consulted.
0: Yeah. So where are you at in the process now?
1: So they are creating um, the final scenario. Um, And what they did is they started with three scenarios, very different um, sort of visions for perimeter. One heavy office, one heavy residential. Um, We're... and, and we're gonna be asking the citizens to choose which one they like the most.
0: Heavy um, residential, does that mean apartments?
1: Well, that's been a big topic of conversation, obviously sure that's big in the community, but it's big with us, you know, and the only really residential we get offered uh, from the development community is apartments. And we think um, that there's an alternative or lots of alternatives to that in perimeter center um, with the understanding that we already have a lot of apartments there, we have more apartments coming, you know, high street is well under construction with phase one. And so we think what's missing is that condos, stack flats, townhomes for the empty nesters, you know, older folks who don't need that big house anymore. They don't need the big yard. They don't want the big yard. Um, and for young families just starting out, um, uh, they can't, maybe can't afford the 3,000, 4,000 square foot home in Dunwoody, but they want to live here. And so there's really no alternative for them. So yes, that's been a big part of it. So we we don't think the only residential is multifamily. We think there needs to be a balance in the future between sort of that for sale product and that rental.
0: Right. Yeah. They um older folks in the community have definitely made their voices pretty loud about um, how, if, when they get older, they want to stay in Dunwoody, and there's not really a place for them to do that. If they live in a huge house and they're downsizing, there's no place for them to go.
1: Yeah, we get, we get this all the time. I mean, uh, Pam Talmage, you know, councilperson, she and her husband sold their house, and they couldn't find anything in Dunwoody to to stay here for a short period of time. Yeah. Um, so we we hear that all the time. If you look at demographics, where we're moving, you know, Metro Atlanta is going to add, I think, 1.7 million people over the age of 55 over the next 30 years
0: wow,
1: and uh, only about 900,000 people between 25 and 30 and 54.
0: So demographics
1: are moving that way as well. Um, we're, we're, getting smaller and smaller houses, you know, single person households are huge. Um, two person households are, are growing. And so we don't need all 5,000 square foot homes, but we also, most people who've owned a home don't want to live in an apartment. Um, they might not mind renting, but they don't want to rent with a bunch of 25, 30 year olds. They, they would prefer to stay with, with folks like themselves. So that's going to be a huge part of, of this conversation, uh, moving forward. But we also looked at what kind of office market we're going to have, what kind of retail, how's retail changing and what kind of amenities do we need to, to put in place to make sure that when we, we require more for sale housing. People want to build
0: it. Yeah. Um, you've asked, I know you've asked the community a whole lot. What have you heard from the community? Which direction did everybody? Well, we heard mostly wanted.
1: from the community that they wanted three things. Uh, they wanted more connectivity, walkability, sidewalks, multi-use trails. They wanted to be able to walk around perimeter, not just get in their car and drive. Yeah. Um, they also wanted more parks in green space. There's really, there's no parks in perimeter Center. Uh, the city's yeah. building the first one right now, um, and we know that's that's just the tip of the iceberg of what we really need. Um, so they want more green space, and then they want something to do, right? They they want things like other communities have, and and I'll, I'll mention Avalon because that's one that's sort of known as the the mixed use development um, in perimeter, But there's also the Battery um, developments like that. They want sort of cool, food and beverage focused outdoor spaces to to go hang out or, or or go out to dinner so those are the three yeah. things we've heard from the community loud and clear
0: yeah what do you want jason what do you want in the perimeter center area
1: i want a stadium can we <laughs> get the a, battery but with the stadium right in the middle <laughs> of it yeah yeah that 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 would do well with all the uh, traffic improvements around 285 the next eight months
0: yeah um well, uh, well could you could
1: we have an actual retirement community is that the uh you know We've we've talked to a lot of you know, sort of quote unquote retirement communities, and that that's mm-hmm. uh, a development. We've we've got one coming, eighty four perimeter, which is a that empty bank building right there on Ashford Dunwoody Road. It's been vacant for years. Uh, they rezoned that for senior residential, and that should be getting under construction next year.
0: Is that the Grub one? Is no, no. This is this okay. is
1: the um, it, it was it was rezoned two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Holbrook Living was was going to develop it. I'm not sure if they're still involved or not, but it's a it's going to be senior uh, rental, but it's 55 and over. Okay. Um, Grub was was I, I think they're proposing something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we're going to see more of those kinds of development, but we also think if you build a condo development, it's it's basically geared towards everyone, but certainly open. I think more for those empty nesters
0: yeah well problem solved Then there we go that's where all the grandmas and grandpas get to go right yeah <laughs> i remember one of our podcasts you said a real tall building so you could point yeah. and say that's where my grandma lives <laughs> well i i yeah so every kid in Dominic can go that's where like, Oh, yeah. that's where my grandma lives too you know? see it from your house <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, we, might, we might need more than one, but yes, uh, a, a, a few of those, and, and we think that market is, is very hot again.
0: Baby the the retirement
1: district. That's right. Yeah, I'm not sure we're going to pitch it as the, the Dunwoody retirement district. Uh, but too late. It was just
0: pitched. Donnie. <laughs> we, we
1: certainly want to capture those households and the wealth that they control, right? We don't want those people yeah. moving out of the community. Um, For sure. Um, oftentimes, they're, they're engaged here. They've got their church here. They volunteer here. We want to make sure they stay here with us, as well as then open up households for new families to move in.
0: Yeah, how's that hotel motel tax coming? You guys making some money again, or we,
1: we are. It's back to um, where it was right before the pandemic. So um, that's good. Hotels have have picked up, um, and we have two or three new hotels since the pandemic. Yeah, so yeah, that's 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 uh, uh, very good news for the city as a whole, but also for our trail systems. Um, as you know, we, we raised that and all of that money is dedicated to towards trails in perimeter center. So yeah, Michael Smith, that's our a good thing works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's where it needs to go and it's what the hotels wanted. And it's what we heard from, uh, visitors who stay here. They wanted similar things to what the community wanted. They wanted walkability. They wanted more trails. They wanted to Hey, where do I go run in the afternoon when I'm done with my meetings? And so, yeah. um, hopefully, very soon we'll get started on phase one, which is the trail right in front of uh, Perimeter Mall.
0: Yeah, uh, off Astor Dunwoody. Yep. Yeah, there's you know, already one there. Right. You know,
1: Lazy Dog has their portion. You know, they built their portion, and so we're going to extend that all the way down to Hammond.
0: Oh, okay, cool. In
1: phase one, so we just got the uh, the thing. We needed some agreements with the mall. They've provided those and we're gonna start development very soon on that.
0: Yeah. Is the mall selling off any more of their parking lot? Is that I, I know that was popular a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, they've they just announced another restaurant that's going into next to Lazy Dog. Doc B's, I think is the name of it. It's a, a restaurant concept for somebody who used to work at Houston's, if you're familiar with with Houston's restaurant. Okay. They just announced and so they're gonna build build another restaurant. I don't believe they have any plans to out any more of, of those. I think most of that is done. We, we do think in the future and part of edge city uh, has been a lot of conversation about the mall, the future of the mall. We know that, that that's not where retail is going. People, you know, most malls are failing now,
0: but yet somehow perimeter just it, kept going.
1: It continues. It was the, it's the most visited retail center in the state. Higher than Avalon, higher than Linux malls. So really? It is absolutely thriving. But we know that 10 years from now, that's probably not going to be the case. So working right. on this vision now, getting the mall, their ownership on board with this, um, we think is going to keep us sort of ahead of any problems. Because you know, you've seen Gwinnett Place, North Point. Th- those malls when they start to fail it's it's really difficult for everything around it they they sort of bring down all the retail not just the mall itself
0: right yeah i had some so, friends in from out of town and that i said yeah it's at the hotel right next to the mall they were like oh you still have a mall that's weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then they got here and we walked through the mall and they were like every one of these shops is full it's weird yeah
1: yeah it's like a museum right it's the mall museum the, yeah but the it's only one really left nice.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: there's few and far between
0: yeah well we're gonna have a putt shack soon that's cool
1: yeah yeah that, um,
0: that's where people can go on their lunch break have you heard of what the putt is it what's
1: a putt shack no, I've never it's heard of like a,
0: a top golf but for putting so you can like go there hang out drink play some video games right
1: yep Michael, it's, <laughs> it, it's about twenty thousand square feet I think there's one on the west side already existing okay. so yeah it's sort of you get it you get dinner and you get like three different putt putt golf inside the building so yeah it's 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 gonna be where all the millennials and the gym whatever go and hang out yeah and maybe the three of us can go hang out too i don't i, I guess they'll let us in
0: we can we can <laughs> well what else is happening at uh high street uh, so yeah they're around. they're moving we did a
1: we did a tour with uh city council a couple weeks ago and so they're 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 actually ahead of schedule which is great news um it's uh they got a lot of construction done before all the rain earlier this year, and they're they're on target for uh, spring 2024 opening. Mm-hmm. So they've uh, they've not announced a whole lot of, of restaurants uh, or retailers yet. They, they said they're going to hold off for another six months or so, but they said they're very active in leasing and they feel very good about it. So when they open, they think they're going to be 100% occupied with their retail.
0: That's cool. And I think it'll be busy, busy. I think it's gonna, gonna be, be really su- cool.
1: Super busy. And I think it's gonna be that that sort of thing to do for, for the community. As you know, they talked about they wanted somewhere to go. I think that's where a lot of people are gonna say, Oh, you're in town. You know, you go to High Street and you'll right. just find something to do. Yeah. Uh, exciting for us is the the park that's right in the center of of High Street. They're gonna activate that and they're actually designing it so it has you can it's designed to have a ice skating rink in the middle of it, so they're going to activate that space all year long. So you're going to you have concerts and, and outdoor activities all the time.
0: Are they going to work with Dunwoody for that? It is in Dunwoody, right? Not Sandy it, Springs? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. It's 100% okay. in Dunwoody. So all the construction there that you're seeing is, is in the city. I wonder uh, yeah, if they're I mean, going to allow
0: you to have concerts and that kind of thing there. They're going to have cool. a full-time
1: person, and that's all they do is manage the – the activation of that space so I, yeah. absolutely they said if if ever we need anything or want to do something we're, we're we're free to do it but i think they're going to have enough that they want to do that we may not even need to do that there you go but yeah it's huge space i mean i think 1200 people they could have for a concert so um or you know yoga in the morning or or, or whatever it's it's very similar to what happens at the battery obviously they don't have we don't have the braves and have that activation but they're going to have their own type of activation there
0: nice um what's what else is happening ashford lane ashford lane about to open up that's ashford lane, pretty yes, close yes. right
1: it's very close so the so the green space is done you can walk over there that's still behind the fence because they've still got construction of the restaurants but the the park is done and uh they're telling us fall of this year super rica and jenny's ice cream and then hawkers and grana will open so before the end of the year uh, those restaurants will be open and they have a bunch more coming online as well okay nice yeah that's a that's an exciting and something that that we really never saw coming right they sort of just appeared um, a new owner bought the property right before covid um, closed down but they always had uh, the thought that they would redevelop it or or reposition it to more of an outdoor space so yeah that's a you know, we've been we've been wanting these outdoor spaces um, for years, and now we've got the village. Uh, what David Avis is doing now, we've got Ashford Lane coming soon. We'll have High Street, and then Campus Two Four Four has its own small green space in the middle of that.
0: Yeah, and I thought you were a little early on the uh, open container laws. Like, the, yeah, what do you can what do you call those? The areas that you're setting up. It's um, um well, it's kind of right on time. Countries. Entertainment yeah. district, yeah, yeah, because you can carry a beer from Suprika all the way over to was it Bar Perry?
1: Yep, yep, Bar you know, Perry. All the, all the, you you can go all space. the way over. The entire mall is is an entertainment district. Almost all the perimeter, um, at least the core commercial area, is now a an entertainment district. So yeah, the mall was added. Campus 244 was added. Um, so yeah, it's uh, you're right. We were a little early, but. Now that we've got all these developments coming online, um, it's right on time.
0: So I didn't know the mall was part of it. So you can sit in the mall parking lot and just drink your beers and <laughs> just hang out.
1: Um you can certainly walk with uh, with a an alcoholic beverage from one restaurant to another. All right. I would tell okay. sit I would tell a <laughs> We're going to need some RoboCops next. It's <laughs> city style, you know.
0: Ed City robots.
1: <laughs> yeah. Edge City 2.0 robots, Right,
0: exactly. That's we, right. we can be early with those, you know? That's right. Well, what else you got for us? What, what about uh, the mean, parks? The, what, the, when are the parks opening up? Yeah, the the, uh,
1: the, the Perimeter Center East Park, um, or it's not called that anymore. Uh, we, I know we renamed it to uh, Two Bridges Park, is going to open before the end of the year. So that that is moving forward um, very quickly. Um, which is exciting, and then you know we've got two other parks, um, the Roberts Drive and Vermac, um, under design. I think that's coming back to City Council um, pretty soon, maybe even the next meeting or yeah. two meetings. Um, Where so, yeah.
0: are we in that process? The the Roberts, the Austin Elementary one, they were planning on just leaving it an open field, right? um is there's the some plan? kind
1: of field involved i'm not uh, you know engaged in that brent walker our parks director is i think there's been a lot of debate on you know going i think from from the softball field to a just a, a, a sort of generic field mm-hmm. um, and those things but yeah that's i know it's coming back to council for approval or at least discussion of what the master plan should look like so in the next couple of weeks uh citizens should be able to see. The latest and greatest design of, of that park.
0: okay cool
1: yeah uh, it, it's very busy at the city from um an economic development standpoint was, yeah did
0: we ever say that michael starling is our director of economic development i just kind of left that out but
1: well i mean you get to it what 20 minutes in that's okay yeah. people, uh, big people have to have <laughs> After to ask you a parks question <laughs> to figure out who who i am and why i'm, why I'm here yeah it's uh, just but, some know, we, guy I mean, we're talking to we, we've had a significant amount of, of um, office um, sort of recruitment lately. Happy Lloyd has moved in this summer. You know, they're bringing about 250 jobs from New Jersey and about 400 from uh, Peace Street Corners. Yeah, they're a big logistics uh, shipping company. Um, Insight Global continues to expand. You know, they took that, they built that headquarters right there in the mall parking lot and then they just, Least 130,000 square feet over at Campus 244. Um, and Campus
0: transfer- two, 244 is the one that backs up to the highway? Is that yes.
1: right? Yeah, that's okay. behind the Best Buy Shopping Center. It used yeah, to
0: be. what's happening over there? That sounded like it was going to be really cool, and it's it, kind of hidden. I never really it is. think it's, about it.
1: It is. It's sort of hard to see it there. Actually, it's a three-story office building with huge, huge floor plates. It was built back in the 70s. I, I think it was the first— um, large office building built in perimeter after the mall was built, mm-hmm. and they're building two floors on top of the existing three floors, and those two floors are are timber frame. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna be a very cool office space. About seventy percent of it's been pre leased, so okay. two companies have leased the space. Um, are these think,
0: like young tech firms?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Insight Global is one, and they are very okay. young and and tech focused and then uh, Transportation Insight is a logistics firm that's relocating from North Carolina. Okay. They bought a local company called Noble Transportation Group or Noble Transit Group merged and now they're they're moving everybody down here. Um, so it, it, it is very cool. It's, it's taking an existing building, redesigning, remaking it. They're building a, a, uh, about 20,000 square feet of restaurants and uh, a hotel as part of phase one it's yeah. the same group that built halcyon up in um, um oh is it, it it might be in north fulton it's above avalon so
0: okay this ready. is on the back side of the what's there now best buy jason's yeah, best buy, you, you, the you, you really have to
1: sort of drive back towards the old marriott if you drive mm-hmm. down that road uh, between the the you go underneath the railroad the marta tracks and it's there. So it's very hidden, but they're starting construction of the fourth and fl- fifth floor. So you'll start to see some construction on, on top of it pretty soon. So it's yeah, going to be a nice. You would.
0: You'd be able to see it from the highway if you weren't yes. like so concerned about getting off at the right exit, you know? It,
1: exactly. Well, boy, you would. Yeah. If, if you're looking at it there, you've missed the exit. <laughs>
0: Whatever exit you're right. going for, you've missed it. <laughs> exactly.
1: Pro- probably going over to Brookhaven and and, and looking from that way is probably the, the easiest way to do it um, so go. yeah it's going to be a nice little transit connected um office project again a, a building that was vacant for 12 years i think there's mm-hmm. nobody in it it just sat there i think filming was what it was used for most of all there are a yeah. lot of films uh done there so it's new they're all looking for a,
0: an old 70s office
1: that's what the, yeah that's what they're looking for there was uh there's uh a couple of, of, of seventies based films that I know were there. And yes, or I I think one was the FBI headquarters in the Richard Jewell um, movie a few years ago. So yeah, that sort of bureaucratic space. Cool. So yeah, that's, that's going to be a nice compliment. And, and so we, we felt pretty good, you know, that now things have slowed down quite a bit in the office market. People are trying to figure out what this sort of return to work, hybrid, whatever it's going to be. People are are, are taking less and less office space. So as slowed down. And now the talk of recession, you know, that, that has scared a lot of office users. The good news is we've got a lot of those already in place. So hopefully um, we'll get through this next year or two and and that the office market will come back.
0: Yeah. How's done? Would you feel about this recession? You guys ready for it?
1: You know, I'm not I'm not sure. It's sort of interesting, you know, most recessions you don't see coming. But when the Federal Reserve chairman says there's going to be pain and unemployment, you sort of you sort of see it coming. I, I think we're right. in a pretty good position.
0: But technically, um, we're already there. So, yeah,
1: I get. Yeah, I, I think there's a big debate. I, I was reading some some articles this morning about what is a recession and who decides. I think for some people it certainly feels that way housing I, i'm i'm sure is is already there uh retail yeah. doesn't seem to be there but it could be right around the corner for that
0: yeah well i'm glad that all of your things are going well though all of the yeah, uh, well, at hotels at least right and now and, commercial building
1: is if if we if we get this vision right and we start making the investments in perimeter that residents want we think that's also going to help with the office market because people coming back in the office, even if they come in three days a week, they don't want to come in to just the normal office. They want to come into somewhere that's cool. It's got a lot of food and beverage amenities around it. So we think making these investments not only help residents, but they also help the office market and then visitors as well.
0: Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? We're only 30 minutes in. You want to call it quits?
1: I don't think, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure I have any more updates.
0: Yeah, I, out? I, I okay. could
1: go running and, and ask uh, Brent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and Bart,
0: <laughs> How about this? Um, so Michael, you, you just take complaints all day long from citizens, correct?
1: Um, not okay. all day long, but not all
0: know, day long. Part of the okay. day. So, do you want to call for that action now? Like, if you want to make a complaint, Michael Starling's the guy to the call gonna give me your personal cell phone number
1: Uh, uh, only good news and only positive things you can you can give me a call um, anytime you can find me on the city's website Uh, we do you know in economic development we focus on recruitment retention uh, and redevelopment and we are now getting into uh, entrepreneurship so absolutely if if you have any issues or you have any opportunities um, feel free to give me a call again you can find my email on on the website, or you can call me at six, seven, eight, six, four, six, four, eight, four, seven.
0: 4847. Oh, awesome. That's my All cell right. phone. Oh, nice. nice wow. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Wait, that was my number you just gave. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: That's Justin's. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'll
0: feel well, no thanks,
1: complaints. Michael. All right. Thanks for talking All right. This. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Bye.